You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 181. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I am here to be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. This is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. Here is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. This episode is brought to you by the Freedom Group, which you've heard me talk about many, many times, right? The Freedom Group is a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are finally ready to stop overeating from stress and habit and learn how to make space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode or get on the wait list to know when we open next at weightlossmadereal.com slash group. If you're listening to me in real time, When this podcast is released, I want to remind you that I am doing a workshop this week, a live workshop on how to end stress eating. It's a one-time event. It's about 90 minutes and you're still able to get in in the next day or two. So if you're interested, jump in there and go to weightlossmightreel.com slash stress. You'll also find that link in the show notes of the episode. Right now, a lot is going on, right? And it's my wish for you right now that you're safe and healthy and growing from all that's happening around us, opening your eyes, looking inside so that you can live in this world and be your best version of you. Most of us just want to be good humans. And every so often, it's always good to take stock of how we're doing. So our coaching session or our story for today is actually my story. I'm going to tell you what I've been through and how I got to where I am today and why I'm doing this. Now, a lot of you have asked me both in the Freedom Group and in letters, did I ever weigh more than I do now? Why do I do this work? How did I get so passionate about emotional eating and weight loss? My own personal evolution is what led me to develop my whole philosophy and develop the Freedom Group and my Eat, Think, Love program. It all came out of my own struggles and my work with thousands of women, just like you, who I've helped go through the same transformation that I was able to create for myself. All right, so today, this is kind of vulnerable for me, so bear with me as I tell you my story. Here I go. I was not an overweight child. And of course, I enjoyed treats like everybody else in the world, but I don't even remember that much about them playing a big role in my family life. I grew up in a lower middle-class family and food was food and it was good, but it wasn't such a big part of life or celebrations. I lived in Brooklyn, New York, in an all-Italian neighborhood, and we were the only Jewish family within a few blocks. So I was always very envious of my Italian and Catholic neighbors who always had a major Sunday dinner, like a meal in between what I would consider lunch and dinner, late afternoon. 
a huge spread of delicious Italian food and that feeling of abundanza. You know what I mean, right? That feeling of so much, so much quantity, so delicious, so different from my family, where there was always just enough. Now, I know that I was lucky to have enough food, but I always had the feeling that I was not allowed to want more. There there were no leftovers in my family. So as I got older, wanting more quantity, wanting more to eat became a sign of something that I always wanted. I wanted to have more than enough. I grew up and I was on my own at age 19. And so, of course, just starting out working, there was not a lot of money. And I didn't have that abundance in food that I was always looking for. In my 20s, I had that typical angst over men and jobs and money. And I struggled in all three areas, of course, as you might have too, living alone in New York City. I remember lots of times there where I had to charge my food on my very tiny visa allowance and make it last because instead of abundance or just enough food, I had barely enough. My 20s were just not a great time. Fast forward a little bit to my first marriage in my late 20s, and suddenly I was financially comfortable. This was when my food fantasies were able to play out. We ate out often, and I could order whatever I wanted, an appetizer and a salad and a main course and side dishes and bread and wine and, of course, dessert. Well, of course, my weight started going up, but not that noticeable to people, mostly just to myself. But this was the beginning of me using food to tell myself that I was safe, that I was loved, that I wasn't broke, that I was okay. After a few years, I began to notice that the marriage wasn't working, and I started self-medicating. I wanted to feel better with sweets, whole sleeves of Oreos and cool cigarettes, and Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia, and Ruffles potato chips. This was my form of buffering, and it became a habit. Because I worried again about being broke and alone and scared as I was leaving my marriage, and food became my best buddy. Enter David, my now current and permanent husband, and as my Freedom Group members like to call him, Mr. Cookie. Great marriage great guy, but guess what? I was happy and didn't know how to be happy. I didn't know how to relax. I didn't believe it would last. In my 40s, I got pregnant for the first time and I gained a healthy 35 pounds, but unfortunately, I didn't know how to lose it. And at this point, I was a weight loss coach. I studied coaching and I went back to graduate school and got a master's in clinical psychology and addictive behavior. And yet, I suddenly really had an eating issue and extra weight. And despite what I told my clients, I couldn't get my own weight off. Yoga pants were my outfit of the day, every day, elastic waist, right? Long top covering the elastic waist. I was eating emotionally as I struggled to know whether to be a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, and it felt like I couldn't win no matter what I did. I even bordered on the edge of binge eating and scared the heck out of myself and slipped back into emotional eating. Now I had two kids, 
a five foot one body and an extra 35 pounds. And I was a weight loss coach. I was ashamed. I was confused. I didn't know why nothing worked for me. I lost some of my post baby weight, but I still ended up with 25 pounds that did not budge. I read every book I could find. I tried every diet, diets so severe that I would never tell my clients about them. And I kept covering up my problem and hoped my clients didn't notice. Back at this time, I was seeing local clients in my home in my basement with my young kids running around upstairs. It was a little different then. I no longer had financial fears about not being okay. Food was abundant. I loved the work I did. I had a great family, but I felt pretty miserable about myself. And it just felt like I carried around a constant bad secret. Raising babies in my 40s, it felt hard for me. I know for some of you, it's such a joyful time, but I felt stressed, oh, probably about 80% of the time. I had a great life. I couldn't enjoy it. All right, let's fast forward again a few years. My kids are in school. I'm still miserable under my long tunic tops and my yoga pants, hiding it as best as I could. But you know how something bothers you. And if you don't deal with it, it has a way of coming up to the surface. That's how I felt, like a fake, like an imposter. I was teaching my clients to eat when they were hungry, and some of them did that. I was teaching them to stop eating when they were full, and some of them did that. But I found my own habits to be so strong that I couldn't do it. I didn't gain more weight because when I hit a ceiling of a certain number, I automatically cut back. I would diet out of fear. I started taking coach training with Martha Beck and then the Life Coach School, and I learned more about the mind and how it worked. I combined what I learned there with what I had learned in grad school about psychology, and I started to see the light of day. And then I connected with Katherine Hansen, who wrote Brain Over Binge. We became friends, and we did several courses together. Catherine, as you may know, focuses on binge eating, and I focus on emotional eating and stress eating. So there was a lot of crossover. And this is where I finally put it all together. Coaching, helping you look at your mind and the results that you get from what you think. Psychology, helping you understand your habits, the why of what you do, where your drives come from. And finally, from Catherine, some simple brain science. And I will put a link to Catherine and Brain Over Binge in the show notes for those of you who do struggle with binge eating. By the way, binge eating, it's fixable, just like emotional eating. So after many years of living as this less than version of myself, I put all three disciplines together and I created a program that worked for me. And then of course, I used it with my clients. I call this program that evolved from those years Eat, Think, Love, and it teaches you how to eat like a natural eater, how to manage your thinking, those thoughts that drive you to overeat, that feel like you're so compelled, you have no choice, and a big dose of self-care. That's what's in the program, starting at whatever way you are right now. I did it. Everything fell into place for me. Now, my life is very comfortable, and food is abundant. 
I sometimes still like to cook too much, but I love leftovers. So that's still okay for me. Cooking too much no longer means that I'm eating too much. Maybe someday I will work my way down to cutting my recipes down. I used to go to bed thinking about how bad my eating was that day and try as I might, the next day was never better. I'd wake up in the morning swearing on everything I hold dear that today would be a good day and I would not overeat. And yet I did over and over. I went from feeling shame and defeat and utter confusion really pretty low to now when I feel confident and proud, like I know the secret of really losing weight and losing the whole problem. I know 100% that it's not the diet, it's not the food plan, although what you eat is important, but it's all about understanding why you're driven to overeat, why you think you can never get enough, even when you feel stuffed and sick. So as you know, I'm devoted to the people I work with. I love to share the transformation that I've had because I know in my heart and my brain that this is possible for everyone. I wake up now feeling good and engaged in my life and on a mission to spread the word. So if you're on my email list and you get a bunch of emails from me, know that I'm just committed to spreading the word. And that's what I do with this podcast too, these mini coaching sessions. I love getting the letters I get from you all, telling me how much you've learned, how much you've changed, and how much happier you are in your life. So keep those letters coming. For now, I'm going to keep on spreading the word about my program, my Freedom Group membership, my book, and this podcast. I hope at some time that you will take a leap and join me in one of our adventures. I'm here for you, my friend, to help you on this journey to get to the same peace that I have now. More space in my brain for family, for work, for fun, and for solving problems. Not food problems, but problems that we all face in this game of life. That's it. That's my story. There's no real action step this week, except for you to maybe take a look at your own story, your own journey, where you came from, where you are, and where you want to go, and know that it's all possible. One more thing, just want to tell you one more time about the live workshop that I'm leading this week. If you're listening to me when this is released, this workshop is for you if you struggle with eating when you're stressed. And that's another way of describing emotional eating. You eat to escape a feeling. And I'm going to share all I know about this subject So I hope you join me there. Link is in the show notes or weightlossmadereal.com slash stress. You can ask me all your questions there and I will help you. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and all that habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. We both know that's your ultimate goal, right? So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you, and I will see you next week.